Good morning. Thank God it's Sunday. Today is a very special Sunday because the whole world celebrates Resurrection Sunday. More than 2,000 years ago, Jesus our Lord died on the cross, paid the price for our salvation, and now He is alive. Amen. He is risen. Can you just shout it with me today? He is risen. Amen. He is alive forevermore. Amen. He's no longer in the grave. He died once and for all. And right now, He is alive forevermore. And now seated at the right hand of the Father and preparing a wonderful place for us. Today, I encourage you, before we proceed, I'd like to give you the time to like this, share this, tag your friends, share this message to as many as you can so that people can receive the good news. It will be a wonderful message of hope that will bring life and inspiration to all. So right now, tag your friends. No? Write down, say amen, let us know if you're there. I'd like to uh, greet all of our friends, our families, our church families especially, to all the core leaders who are now watching with your families, uh, to all our members, Word for the World Christian Fellowship, Mandawe. I'd like also to give a shout out to our brothers and sisters around the world. To Sister Jason, we are praying for you. May the Lord keep you safe. To Brother Mike's in Taiwan, uh, may the Lord continue to use you as a blessing even in the midst of crisis. To Sister Victoria, Sister Jenny Lane, to Sister Lorena, to all my friends, even our, uh, our friends in Korea, Brother Rino, uh, Brother Ryan, and Sister Mingi in Taiwan, and to Brother Paris in Indonesia. May the Lord keep you all safe. Keep trusting Jesus. He is there. He loves you, and He will take good care of you. Amen. So thank you for tagging your friends. And right now, as we proceed, I'd like for us to, once again, be reminded of what we talked about last Sunday. We talked about a wonderful psalm in Psalm chapter 146, verses 5 to 6. We talked about that Christ is our help in the midst of crisis. It says here, Blessed is he whose help and hope is in the Lord his God, who remains faithful forever. Can you say that with me? Faithful forever. Amen. Indeed, our God is our help and our hope. And also, we can trust Him. We can look to God for help because He is sovereign. He is all-powerful. No one is greater than Him. He is far above and beyond even the crisis that we are going through right now. We can trust Him. He is the God of miracles. He's the God who can even heal you right now if you're watching and you're not feeling well. Even if you're lying in your hospital bed right now, be encouraged to know that God is sovereign. He is greater than your sickness. Call upon the name of Jesus and He will heal you. We can call and turn to God because He is sympathetic. The Bible tells us that He cares for even those in the marginalized parts of society. He cares for the widows. He cares for the orphans, for the weak, for the oppressed. He cares for those who have no one to care for them. Friends, He knows our needs and He cares about us. He knows even our fears, our worries. He knows even our doubts. But in spite of it all, He cares for us. 
because she is sympathetic. And we can turn to God, third, because He is steadfast. He is faithful. He is faithful forever. Our God is reliable. You can trust Him. Our God can never lie. Whatever God promised, He will surely do. Why? Because He is steadfast. He never changes. Amen. The God of the Bible 2,000 years ago is the same God we have today. And His name is the Lord Jesus Christ. Last Sunday, we also talked about that there are certain conditions that God expects from us every time we come to Him for help. So what should be our attitude as we come to God for help? Allow me to use the word H-E-L-P, help. H is for humility. Whoever would come to Him must be humble enough and realize that He needs God more than anything else. The Bible says God rejects the proud but gives grace to the humble. So right now, as you pray, as you come to the Lord every day, come with a heart of humility. Our Lord says, Blessed is he who is humble in spirit, for they shall be filled. Letter E, come to God with expectancy. Come to him with faith. Faith pleases God. It's something that attracts, it is attractive to God. Okay, Faith attracts God. And when we believe him, when we trust his word, he is able to do what he has promised. So believe the Lord. Letter L, loyalty. God is more than willing to answer the prayers of his people whose hearts are fully committed to him so that he may strengthen them, so that they may, he may show himself strong in their behalf. So right now, make a choice to have a loyal heart to God. Because I tell you, if you're loyal to God, He will honor you and He will hear your prayers. In Psalm 91, the Lord promised, Because He loves me, because He has set His love towards me, I will honor Him. He will call upon me in the day of trouble and I will answer Him. Letter P, come to God with pure motives. Let your motives be pure. Let it be noble. Let it not just be for yourselves only, but trust the Lord to bless you, to provide your needs, so that you can be a blessing to someone else. And an application, still the same word, help, H-E-L-P, hope in Him, express gratitude, learn to wait, and persist in faith. Amen. And as you do that, you can know for sure that indeed God is our refuge and strength our ever-present help in times of need. Blessed is he whose God is the Lord, whose hope is in the Lord, his God, whose help is in the maker of the heavens and of the earth, and he is forever faithful. Now today, as we continue, I'd like for us to assess, no? as we go through this pandemic and just this week, uh, our president and even the LGU has announced that we would have to extend our quarantine time for two more weeks. So I know we're so excited to, you know, finally celebrate and go to somewhere nice. I hope you're not in the beach today, okay? <laughs> or else, bantay mo ni Governor Gwen, okay? Bantay mo mga police, sigurado ang adik ka mo hawas na ikson, takop yun, okay? 
please stay home. Enjoy the live streaming today as God would speak to you. But as we think and ponder of this recent crisis, uh, I'd like to share something before we go into the message and using some medical terms. I'd like for us to realize that COVID-19, my friends, as deadly as it is, as fearful as it is, there's something more fearful and dread dreadful than COVID-19. There is a virus stronger than what we're facing right now. There's a greater pandemic that has been going on for thousands of years ever since God made the Garden of Eden. This pandemic is called sin. And this deadly spiritual virus has devastated billions of lives even until today. Men and women are dying by the millions, thousands and thousands every day because of sin. We should fear sin more than the COVID-19. We should make sure that we have not been affected, that we have isolated ourselves from anything that would cause us to sin because sin is deadly. And what are the symptoms of this deadly spiritual virus called sin? The symptoms are rebellion, rebelling against God, a heart that is disobedient to what God has already written through His Word, a heart that is naturally in opposition to God, a heart of pride. We think we know everything. We think we can live without God. That's one of the symptoms of this virus, selfishness. When we are just consumed with ourselves, what we want, we want to have. Friends, these are deadly symptoms. And sad to say, many are suffering with these symptoms. And they don't know that they're dying spiritually. But friends, know that there's hope. As we continue, what are the effects of this spiritual virus? Several of the effects are guilt, shame. These are things that would instead of move us towards God, these are the things that would try to hinder us from coming to God. Indifference towards God. Some people, they are now numb spiritually. They know that they are sinful. They know that they have done things that has not honored the Lord. But because of guilt and shame and even pride, they have turned away from God. They have, you know, walked away from the Lord thinking that they can survive without God's grace. But today, I encourage you, if you have these symptoms right now, come to God. Don't let guilt and shame or indifference hinder you from coming before the Lord. Why? Because eventually there is a consequence to this spiritual virus. And the Bible is clear. The consequence of sin is death. My friends, you will die. We will die if we don't come to God who is our healer, our savior. The Bible talks about three kinds of death, physical death. Because of sin, we will all die. The second kind of death is called spiritual death. That is the spiritual separation of man and God. No matter what we do, we cannot come before God. God cannot hear our prayers because of our sins. 
we are separated from God. And it is only by the grace of God, through Christ Jesus, can we be reconciled with Him. And the third and most deadly death, no, more, uh, de the death that would scare us is eternal death. It is eternal separation. Eventually, when a person dies without Jesus Christ, that person would eventually be doomed for hell. But my friends, there's good news. It is not God's will for you to suffer hell. He doesn't want you to be eternally separated from Him. In fact, the remedy is that Christ came to our world to die on the cross so that you and I can be saved. He was buried for three days. And on the third day, the Bible says, He was raised to life. Death has been defeated. Sin has been paid for so that you and I can be saved. Thank God for the remedy. It is Christ Jesus, our Lord, the only Son of God, the only Savior of the world. And what is the result? Because of Christ, just like this COVID-19, for those who recovered, praise the Lord, continue to pray with us and believe for more recoveries in the next few days. But the result of Jesus Christ, our remedy, is that we now have a new life and a living hope. Amen. Can you say that with me? I have a new life. I have a living hope. What a wonderful result. Amen. Not just no, More than just physical healing. Jesus Christ has now given us eternal life and a living hope. So this is good news for us. Amen. But I hope through this simple presentation of presenting first the bad news about this pandemic called sin and its symptoms and effects and eventually the consequence, which is death. Now you can fully appreciate the good news that we now have in Christ. Amen. And so today, uh, as a Resurrection Sunday special, why don't we come to God as we talk about celebrating the risen Christ in the midst of crisis. Today, let's celebrate. Amen. Because we serve a God who is alive, a God who did not remain in the tomb, whose tomb right now is empty. All other gods, all other prophets have died and their bones are still with us today. But Jesus Christ is alive forevermore. And that because of that, we can celebrate even in the midst of this crisis. Why don't we close our eyes right now? Bow your heads and let us pray. Lord Jesus, we thank you for today that we can look into your eternal word. Thank you for the good news we have right now. That we are, because of your grace, we are now saved, forgiven, set free. We have now been given new life and eternal and a living hope. We thank you, Father, for your grace given through your Son, Jesus. The Holy Spirit, we thank you for your presence in this place. We ask you that you would come to speak to every heart. Let your message right now penetrate every home. Lord, let your word even right now pierce every heart today. That as people would listen to your message, that they would be able to understand your word. That it be clear enough and simple enough that they would be able to receive it and believe it 
and receive eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. This is prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So as we continue, I'd like for us to reflect. Uh, these are wonderful pictures, by the way, of our dear sister Leonila. Thank you so much. Even though you're far away, thank you for sending us beautiful pictures. And I'd like you to share with the world. I'd like for us to reflect on the following questions. Is there really a reason to celebrate today despite of the ongoing crisis? You may say, Pastor, people are dying. People have died. Families are mourning. Should we celebrate? Friends, we cannot deny the sad reality around us. But today, my friends, let me convince you through the Word of God that you and I can still celebrate today. Because today we celebrate, we remember that Jesus Christ, more than 2,000 years ago, has risen from the grave and that He is now alive. Amen. Today, allow God's Word to speak to your heart. And I believe after this sermon, you will have a reason to celebrate. Second question is, where is Christ in our time of crisis? Where is Christ? Maybe as you look at the news and look at social media, your heart is troubled, your heart is fearful, and you're saying, where is God in all of this? Is there really a God who cares for us? If there is God, why is he allowing all these things? Why are people dying? Why won't God stop this COVID-19? I know these are valid questions. But friends, let me tell you this. In spite of what's going around the world today, Jesus Christ is here. He is the one who strengthens the hearts and the bodies of our frontliners, giving them the grace so that they can serve us. Jesus Christ is here through the lives of pastors, thousands and thousands of pastors around the world bringing his message so that you can find hope in this life. Jesus Christ right now is interceding for us. He's praying for us that even through this crisis, our faith will not be shaken. Jesus Christ is right now preparing a wonderful place in heaven for us. Don't ever think that God doesn't care. Don't ever think that you have been forsaken. Friends, in your time of loneliness, know that Jesus is with you. I believe he's the one who has somehow given you the nudge to turn on your cell phones, to look at your Facebook, and somehow right now you're watching this uh, live streaming because he loves you, he cares for you. Jesus is with you even through this crisis. Last question for today. How can his resurrection positively affect how we see life today. Friends, if you believe this biblical truth that Jesus is alive, I believe your life should change. We should no longer look with the lens of normal living. As we look at the news, as we look at social media, as we look at the streets or that are empty of people, we need to look at it with a lens of faith, knowing that Jesus is alive, that He is working out His plans despite of what's happening. Amen. Let the resurrection of Christ positively affect you, influence you, 
overwhelm you today so that you can be filled with joy, you can be filled with hope, you can be filled with this peace and with this eternal hope. You would like, no? I'd like to encourage you. Later on, take the time. Read John chapter 20, verses 1 to 19. Read about the, uh, the historical account of what happened that day when Jesus Christ, our Lord, was raised from the dead. His disciples could not believe it. Even when they saw the empty grave, they were wondering, they were puzzled, they were confused. They were afraid. But friends, Jesus Christ appeared to Mary Magdalene. He eventually appeared to his brothers, his disciples, proving that indeed what he promised many days ago, before his death, that he would be raised to life on the third day. Read John chapter 20, verses 1 to 19. Today, my friends, I'd like to bring you to just one passage written by the Apostle Peter. Peter was one of the closest disciples of our Lord Jesus. In fact, the Bible says, when he heard the news from the sisters that Jesus, that the tomb is empty, and that angels appeared and said, why are you looking for the living among the dead? He is alive, just as he promised, just as he told you days ago. Peter could not believe it. Peter ran to the tomb together with John. John arrived first because he was a younger man. But you know what? Peter went into the tomb. He saw the linens. He, he held on those burial clothes and he saw that it was really empty. Many years after, he writes a wonderful book, 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 3. And allow me to just bring this word of God and let it come alive today as we come before our risen Lord. 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 3. Read it with me together. Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. In his great mercy, he has given us new birth into a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. Oh, Peter, when he wrote this, I believe he remembered the day when he ran, he was catching his breath, he was excited, he was afraid, but somehow he was hoping that what the, the sisters were saying is true. And when he arrived in that grave, in that cave, he saw the stone rolled away. When he entered, he saw that empty tomb. He saw the linen lying empty. And today he writes to us. And he remembers, he recalls, and he bursts into praise. And he said, praise be to the God and to the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. The Apostle Peter praised God because of his love. He sent his son Jesus to die on the cross. And through the power of the Holy Spirit, he raised Jesus from the dead to prove that indeed Jesus is his dearly beloved son. And Paul's, uh, Peter says, in his great mercy. What a wonderful word. Peter used this wonderful adjective, great with the word mercy. 
Mercy in itself is a wonderful phrase, a wonderful word, uh, word. Mercy, something given to someone undeserving. And he uses the word great mercy to give us a wonderful emphasis that indeed it is because of the mercy of God that you and I right now can receive this blessed hope in Christ. And he says, in his great mercy, God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, has given us what? New birth and a living hope. New birth and a living hope. We'll talk about these wonderful truths today. He has given us a new birth into a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. My friends, understand this. The resurrection of Christ is the very foundation of the Christian faith. His death on the cross was the payment for our sins. He died so that you and I can be saved. But friends, apart from the resurrection, the work of Christ is incomplete. Christ's death and resurrection is the very foundation of the Christian faith. His death on the cross proved that He is indeed the Son of God, that He is the Savior of the world, the perfect Lamb of God offered for our sins. And when, Jesus, when God raised Christ from the dead through the power of the Spirit, this proves that indeed Jesus is the Son of God. Friends, imagine with me. What if, what if Jesus was not raised from the dead? What if Jesus was not raised from the dead? Come to think of it. This would prove that yes, he was a good man. Yes, he could be the Messiah who suffered and died. But if he was not raised from the dead, then it proves that Jesus is not God. It proves that he is just a good man. But friends, I thank God that the word of God is clear. Jesus Christ was raised from the dead. Some people would discredit this and, you know, would choose to believe that Jesus' body was stolen or that Jesus did not really die on the cross. He was resuscitated back to life because the cave was cold and everything of this, all this stuff. But you know what? Jesus was raised from the dead. Death could not hold him because he is the author of life. He overcame death. He overcame the grave. And the Bible says Jesus was raised to life so that he can give us the promise of a resurrection after we die. Amen. Thank God for this living hope. Because Jesus is alive, you and I can have this new birth and living hope. Wow, let's talk about this. Because Jesus is alive, we can celebrate. You may say, Pastor, what should we celebrate about? We celebrate our new birth and our living hope. New birth and our living hope. Now you may be wondering, Pastor, what do you mean by new birth? and living hope. So let's talk about this. This is a wonderful picture, again, by Sister Naila uh, in the mountains of Barili, Cebu. Uh, 
Sister Nala, thank you so much. I hope if only we can just go there and enjoy nature with you. But the new no? talking about your new birth, what is this new birth that the Apostle Peter is talking about? This new birth is the new life, the new beginning, a new spirit, a new identity. Friends, there are a lot of passages talking about this new birth. That's why the Lord Jesus Christ tells us, unless a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of heaven. To be born again means to experience this new birth that only Jesus Christ can give. And this new birth is not through a religion. It is not by joining a church. It is not offered by any priest or any minister or any pastor. This new birth is offered by the Lord Jesus himself. This new life, this new beginning. The Bible says in 2 Corinthians 5.17, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation, a new person. The old is gone and the new has come. Amen. The new birth means you have been given a new spirit. No longer are we bound to this sinful nature. We now have a new spiritual nature that we can obey God. We can love God. We can now know God. We can now hear His voice. We can now understand the spiritual truths found in His Word. Why? Because of the new birth, the new spirit that is brought about by the Spirit of God. And this new birth also talks about a new identity. Friends, if you have trusted in Jesus Christ, believe that He is the Son of God, the Savior of the world, that He died on the cross for your sins, friends, you are now a new person in Christ. You have now been born again. You have now been given a new birth. You have now been birthed into the kingdom of God. You are now a child of God. That's your new identity. You are now a child of God, and you are now a citizen of His kingdom child of God and a citizen of his kingdom. Friends, as the apostle uh, Peter says, because Jesus was raised from the dead, you and I can now receive the promise of a new birth. Indeed, what a wonderful news. Amen. Good news for all. That's why we can celebrate even in the midst of this crisis. A new life, a new beginning, a new spirit, and a new identity. Second, we can celebrate because Jesus is alive because we now have a living hope. Not a dead hope, not a dying hope, but a living hope. A hope that is eternal. A hope that is beyond this world. It is a hope that is beyond this life. Friends, this hope is nothing Someone or something again. No one and nothing in this world can ever give this hope. We cannot buy this hope in the pharmacy. Regardless of how many money a person may have, you cannot buy hope. All you can do is to come to Jesus and receive the hope that he offers us. A living hope. This hope wakes us up every morning with the strength from God. And the same hope is the same hope that puts us to sleep at night 
with a smile on our face, knowing that when, even when we are sleeping, God is watching over us. Amen. This hope is new every morning. This hope is fueled by the faithfulness and the steadfastness of our living God. And this hope, my friends, will never disappoint us because we believe in the God who is alive. We believe in the God who is forever faithful. Amen. He is the God who can be trusted. He is the God who never changes. The God who never lies. The God who is forever faithful. And that is why, no, beyond this world, no, with all the pains and sufferings and imperfection, and even beyond this life, death is something we no longer fear. We should not be afraid of death. Because when death comes, when it's your time, then you can do nothing about it. But because we have this eternal hope, this living hope, death is something to be welcomed. Death, in fact, is something to be looked forward to because it would only just bring you closer into the very presence of God. Amen. And now we have this eternal life, this new birth, and this living hope. Why? Because Jesus is alive. Now, for a moment, I'd like for us to think what ifs. Now, I, I believe there are a lot of what ifs today. Now, I've shared this many years ago. I'd like to share it again. If you would take the time, study 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verses 13 to 19. 1 Corinthians 15, 13 to 19. Now, what if Christ has not, has not risen? What if he remained in the tomb? What if his bones are still with us? The Apostle Paul, another disciple of our Lord Jesus, who saw the risen Christ with his very own eyes, gives us what ifs. What if Christ has not risen? First, Paul says, our preaching is powerless. What you're hearing right now and what you're hearing around the world through live streaming, all of these are empty words. In fact, you have to turn off this live streaming right now. Kumpatay si Jesus, igsoon. Mangundang tawe. There's no point in preaching the gospel. There's no point reading the Bible. Why? Because he's dead. He's a liar. He's a deceiver. But that's a what if. Our preaching is powerless if Christ has not risen. Number two, Paul says, our faith is useless. If Jesus is still dead today, there's no point of hoping. There's no point in believing for a miracle. Kapoy-kapoy ratay so mangundang tao eh. Ngaontag sardinas. Our faith is useless if Christ has not risen. Third, if Christ has not risen, Paul tells us, our sins are countless. You and I will remain worst sinners. And we will die. Worse than this COVID-19, we will die miserable. And when we open our eyes in the next life, we will be suffering eternally in hell. And lastly, Paul says, if Christ has not risen, we are all hopeless. May pagmangaligo tagdagat ng mga isol. Halagdak punta ni Gobernador Gwen. 
Because we're all hopeless. There's no point. But again, these are all what-ifs. Please don't turn your live streamings off. Now, aside from these what-ifs, let's go to the reality. But because Christ has risen, Paul says, our preaching is, come on, shout it with me, our preaching is powerful. Whenever you listen to the preaching of the Word of God, it brings life, it brings inspiration, it brings hope, it brings even healing to our bodies, it boosts our even, no, even our emotional strength, our physical, our mental strength. Why? Because our preaching is powerful. The words we speak are life. Why? Because Jesus is alive. Amen. Because Jesus is alive, our faith is fruitful. It is not useless. Our faith keeps us strong. Our faith gives us the strength to wake up every morning and believe God that it will be a better day than yesterday. Our faith is fruitful. Third, because Jesus is alive, our sins are forgiven. Wow! What a wonderful promise. Because Jesus Christ not only died on the cross, but he rose from the dead, and now our sins can be forgiven. We can now have, indeed, this new birth, our new identity as loved and forgiven children of God. Amen. And lastly, because Christ has risen, we all have a living hope. Amen. We have a living hope. Again, not a dead hope, not a dying hope, but a living, breathing hope that is beyond this world. And this hope is eternal. Now again, let's go back. Because Jesus is alive, we can celebrate. We celebrate our new birth and we celebrate our living hope. Bagong kinabuhi o buhing paglao. I'd like to say it again. Bagong kinabuhi o buhing paglaom. Diha kang Kristo. Our new birth and living hope in our risen Christ. Amen. I thank God that we serve the God who died and is now alive forevermore. He is the God who can never lie. A God who is able to keep His promises. Why? Because He is faithful forever and that He is alive. Now, today, as we bring this wonderful message to a close, where is Christ in the midst of this present COVID crisis? Friends, let me tell you this. Christ is here. He is with us. Jesus Christ is our sovereign Savior and our soon coming King. He is our Savior. Able and powerful to save us not only from our sins, not only to save us from the powers of, the, of Satan, to save us from this life, but He is the same Savior who is able to give you new life. And the Bible also talks about that He is the soon coming King whose return is so near. My friends, if you look around, we can see the signs of the end. We can see biblical prophecies coming to life, coming to fulfillment. 
even as we speak today. Some signs are good. Some signs are dreadful. Uh, believe it or not, for the past few weeks, and there's even a, a an article that says, Africa will experience the worst locust attack in the human history. It is said that billions of locusts would invade parts of Africa. Friends, that's scary. But you know what? These are biblical prophecies. In the last days, there will be plagues. There will be pandemics. There will be unnatural things happening in the world. But at the same time, in the good side, we are seeing the word of God being preached to all the world. Jesus said, and finally, this gospel of the kingdom will be preached into all the worlds. And Jesus said, and then the end will come. Even as I'm speaking, I believe there are people in Europe watching this. People in Asia, people in Africa, in America. Pe people I don't know, but millions are now listening to thousands of live streamings. The word of God has been is now being preached like never before. Who would know? I was, I was never dreaming about this. A month ago, I was just here preaching to a little congregation of 100 people. But right now, as I'm speaking, this message has the power to thousands as this video will be shared, you know, tagged to friends and relatives, to Facebook, to the internet. Friends, we are seeing biblical prophecies being fulfilled even today. Why? Because Jesus is coming very soon. He's coming very soon, my friends. And you may be listening and instead of being excited, maybe you're, you're being afraid and you're, you're scared and you're hoping. I hope, Pastor, that's not true. I hope the end is not near. Why? Because I'm not ready. I still have dreams. I, I, I feel I'm unworthy. I, I am a sinner. I'm not yet ready to face God. I, I don't want to die. I'm not ready to die. My friends, I have given this message not to condemn you, not to scare you, but to give you hope. Today, the Bible says, today is your day of salvation. All you need to do is to call upon the name of Jesus, the name above every other name, the name given under heaven for the salvation of everyone. Jesus Christ died to save you so that you can be forgiven. You can be given a new life, a new birth, and a living hope. Friends, if you are not sure, if you have received the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal Savior and Lord, today is your day. I will help you. So right now, wherever you are right now, maybe you're watching with your phone, in your room, you're alone, or you're watching this with your friends. If you're not sure today, please do not end this video without making this most important decision in your life. This is the most important decision you can ever make, which is to receive Jesus Christ into your life, to surrender your life to Him, and to receive His free gift of grace. So right now, my friends, wherever you are right now, I'd like to help you. I'd like to pray with you. I'd like to lead you into a very simple prayer. Nothing magical about this. But you know what? The Bible says when you confess with your mouth, believe in your heart, 
that Jesus is Lord and that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. That is what the Bible, the Word of God promises. So right now, wherever you are, while you're watching, bow your heads with me. Close your eyes. And I'd like for you to say these words with your mouth. Say these words and make sure you hear yourself. Pray with me today. Lord Jesus, I thank you for today. Thank you that it is you who made me watch this live streaming. Thank you for this inspiring message. Lord Jesus, I realize that I am a sinner. I need you in my life. Please forgive me, Lord. Thank you for dying on the cross to pay for my sins. I do not deserve your mercy. I do not deserve your grace. But I thank you for loving me. Right now, I forgive those who sin against me. Lord Jesus, I believe you are the Son of God. You are the Savior of the world. And right now, I invite you in my life. Come into my heart. Be my Lord and be my Savior. Be the King of my life. Starting today, I ask you to help me. I want to know you more. I want to obey you. Give me a desire to know you. Give me a desire to read your word. Help me to understand. I want to hear your voice. And Lord Jesus, I now receive the new birth and the living hope that you promised. I thank you that you are now risen. You are alive. And one day, I will see you face to face. Into your hands, Lord, I commit my life. Fill me with your Holy Spirit right now. This is my prayer. Amen. Amen. My friends, if you have prayed a prayer with your heart, the Bible says in John chapter 1, verse 12, that He has given to those who would believe in Him and receive Him. God now gives the right to become children of God. You are now a child of God, a daughter, a son of God. Believe it with your heart. Today is a wonderful beginning of a journey with Jesus. Pray every day. Call upon Him. I encourage you to find a Bible. I believe you have a Bible lying somewhere in your house. Open God's Word. Start with the book of John. Read one paragraph every day. Reflect on it. Allow the Holy Spirit to speak to you. And if you have questions, you can ask us. You can reach me even through my personal number later on. And we'll be more than willing to help you. And I tell you, my friend, this is the greatest thing you have ever done.
the best decision in your life. Jesus Christ is now living in you. The Holy Spirit is now with you. And you have now received the promise of new birth and a living hope. And my friends, as I bring this message to a close, friends, let us celebrate our risen Christ even in our time of crisis. Amen. We don't know how long this would take. Maybe two more weeks. Hopefully, there's no more extension, but we don't know exactly. But you know what? Because Jesus is alive, we can celebrate. We can have hope because our God is risen. And He is alive forevermore. Amen. Right now, why don't we come, come to the Lord and have a worship time? And later on, we will take time to pray. PowerPoint, please. I'd like for us to come before the Lord in worship and praise. Let's declare that He is alive. Amen. That our Savior is alive. Sing with me. Who taught the sun where to stand in the morning? And who told the ocean you can only come this far? And who showed the moon where to hide till evening? Whose words alone can catch a falling star? Well, I know my Redeemer lives. I know my Redeemer, He lives. Let all creation testify. Let this life within me cry, I know my Redeemer, He lives. The very same God that spins things in orbit, He runs through the weary, the worn and the weak and the same gentle hands that holds me when I'm broken they conquer death to bring me victory well I know my Redeemer lives. I know my Redeemer. He lives. All of creation testify. 
Let this life within me cry out, no, my Redeemer, He lives to take away my pain. He lives forever, I'll proclaim that the payment for my sin was the precious life he gave now he's alive and that's an empty grave i know my redeemer lives i know my redeemer lives let all creation testify let this life within me cries i know my redeemer i know my redeemer lives i know my redeemer he lives let all creation testify let this life within me cry i know my redeemer he lives oh he lives my redeemer lives forever he's alive my redeemer lives amen death could not hold him he is alive and because he is risen we can face life with hope we can face tomorrow because he is with us worship with me as we sing this wonderful song, Because He Lives. God sent His Son. They called Him Jesus. He came to love. Heal and forgive. He came to love, to die, to buy our pardon. An empty grave is there to prove. My Savior lives And because He lives I can face tomorrow Because He lives all fear is gone.
and because I know, I know He holds the future, and life is worth the living just because He lives. God sent His Son. They called Him Jesus. He came to love. Heal and forgive. He lived and died to buy our pardon. An empty grave is there to prove. My Savior lives, and because He lives, I can face tomorrow, because He lives. All fear is gone, and because I know, by faith I know, He holds my future, and life is worth the living just because He lives, and because He lives, I can face tomorrow, because He lives, all fear is gone thank you jesus and because i know yes i know he holds our future and life is worth a living just because he lives and because I know yes I know he holds the future and life is worth the living just because he lives and life is worth the living just because he lives
Lord Jesus, we worship you today. Thank you, Lord. We worship you. Great is the Lord and most worthy of praise. The city of our God, the holy place. The joy of the whole earth. Great is the Lord in whom we have the victory. He aids us against the enemy. We bow down on our knees. Oh, sing. And Lord, we want to lift your name on high. Lord, we want to thank you for the works you've done in our lives. Lord, we trust in your unfailing love. For you alone are God eternal throughout earth and heaven above sing and lord and lord we want to lift your name on high and lord we want to thank you for the works you've done in our lives and lord we trust in your unfailing love for you alone are god eternal throughout earth and heaven above for you alone for you alone are god eternal throughout earth and heaven above for you alone are God eternal throughout earth and heaven above heaven above we worship you oh Jesus you are high and exalted reason one King of kings and Lord of lords, your name is Jesus. Lord, we worship you. We thank you for all you have done in our lives, Lord. We thank you that in spite of this crisis, still, we have reason to celebrate because you are with us. You are our Savior. You are our soon-coming King. You offer us new birth and a living hope. So today, God, we just worship you. We praise you for who you are, for what you've done, and for what you will be doing. Be glorified, Lord Jesus. We thank you for your holy word today that has inspired us. 
Father, we continue to lift up to you our nation, Philippines. Lord, we are entrusting to you, God, our president, President Duterte. May you sustain him physically, mentally, emotionally. Give him, Lord, the wisdom he needs, oh God, to lead our country in this crisis. Surround him with godly men and women who would be able to inspire and, Lord, influence him and advise him, oh God, in what to do. We speak blessing even to our Vice President, Lenny Robredo. May you bless her. Thank you for all that she has been doing, O oh God, to help in this time of crisis. Protect her, O oh God, and her family. Even our senators and congressmen, may you bless them. Give them, Lord, the courage to stand, Lord, and lead this nation. Lord, to be visible, Lord, so that they can, Lord, inspire us. Lord Jesus, we pray for those who are sick. May you heal them, Lord. Pray, Lord, for Senator Mig Zubiri, O God, and Coco Pimentel, and the rest, Lord, those who are uh, positive with this virus. We pray for your healing even right now. God, we pray even, Lord God, for our Governor Gwen Garcia, our governors, our mayors, even, Lord, our uh, Mayor Edgar Labella of Cebu, Lord, Mayor Jonas Cortez here in Mandawe. We pray even for Mayor Ahong Chan in, in Lapu-Lapu and even the Mayor of Cordova in the neighboring towns and cities. May, O oh God, give them the wisdom as they serve the people. Provide, Lord, for the needs, for the funds. We pray even for this. Uh, financial assistance. We pray, bless the DSWD. Give them the grace, Lord, the wisdom how this could be distributed fairly. The Lord, though the poorest, the poor, even the middlemen, Lord, will be able to avail of the assistance. Lord, we are looking to you for help. We thank you that you love the Philippines. And, oh God, you will intervene in this time of crisis. We pray right now for those who are sick, those are the persons under monitoring, persons under investigation. We pray, O oh God, for your healing, O oh God, upon them. We pray that the number of cases of recovery would increase as the day go by. And Lord, we pray that the number of infections would decrease, O oh God, we pray. Even around the world right now, we pray for your intervention for those in Italy, in Spain, in America, Lord, even in Singapore, in Korea, in China right now, in Japan, in Africa, in Lord, other nations of the world, we just pray for your intervention. And Lord, we lift up to you our frontliners, those who are serving the military, the navy, the police, the air force, even those who are working in the banks or the bankers. Lord, the groceries, sales ladies, the cashiers, the buggers who are serving us so that we can still buy for our needs. May you bless them, protect them, we pray. Even our barangay workers, bless them, Lord. Even our linemen, those who are working uh, in the electric company, may you bless them. Those providing water for our daily needs, may you bless them. Father, we just entrust to you our frontliners. For those who are sick, we pray that you would just bring their, your healing power upon them. And Father, we just pray most of all that in the 
midst of this crisis. Let there be millions of people who would turn to you for help, who would call upon your name, Lord Jesus, and that they may be saved. Let the gospel, the preaching of the good news, Lord, penetrate every home, every heart right now around the world so that men and women would hear your message of hope so that you can come, Lord Jesus. Come, Lord Jesus. Let your church be ready for your coming. Purify our hearts and our minds. Lord, let your church ever be so strong in the grace of God. Let your church be found faithful to be found pure in your sight, prepared for your coming. Lord Jesus, we thank you. And because he lives, I can face tomorrow. Because he lives. All fear is gone. And because I know, I know you hold the future. And life it's worth living just because you live. And life is worth living just because you live. Amen. Amen. Bless your people. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Indeed, we serve the God who is alive forevermore. He is not dead. He has risen from the grave. And he has given us the promise of a new birth and of a living hope. So today as we bring this live streaming to an end, we would like to appreciate you for tuning in. God bless you. Continue to share this video to your friends, relatives, even to strangers. Post this in your Facebook wall, and who knows, you will be blessing people you don't even know. People will come to know Jesus through this message. So keep sharing, keep tagging your friends, and you can find this live streaming at WWCF Mandawi. WWCF is Word for the World Christian Fellowship. And Mandawi is our city where we are located here in Cebu, Philippines. So thank you so much, even our friends abroad, for watching. Uh, we hope we have inspired you today and encouraged you that indeed we can celebrate the risen Christ even in the midst of our crisis. So keep in tune. And keep connected, dear leaders, core leaders, make sure you are doing your
closed cell and your open cell groups, even through social media, make sure to encourage your networks and keep in touch with them now. Another announcement for your generous giving. Uh, you can send your offerings to Sister Alicia Hasanyon through Palawan Padala. Her number is 0919-318-3342. 0919-318-3342. Now, if you would like to send your donations, we may not know you, but you've been blessed, and you would just want to support us in what we're doing here in blessing others. Uh, we are also providing food packs, groceries for uh, our church members who are in need. If you would like to join us and even in blessing the frontliners with our faith mask, if you're willing to send your donations, uh, just leave a comment. We can get in touch with you and give you our bank details so that you can partner with us in the Lord's work. For those who would send through Palawan Padala, please take a picture of your receipt and send it to your network leader so that we can be accountable to you. Thank you so much for those who have been faithfully supporting us and helping us even through this crisis. Your generosity is, is blessing others. Uh, uh, we have been blessing a lot of families just this week. Those who don't have work, those who do not have food, uh, has been so blessed. They're so grateful. And uh, as your pastor, I'd like to extend their gratitude to all those who sponsored to those who have given the lord bless you and keep you now for questions prayers or counseling you can uh, get in touch with me pastor giovanni imperio uh, my number is 0933-256-1716 0933-256-1716 and my email is imperiodiovanni at gmail.com. You can email me your questions, concerns. Uh, if you would like to request some songs, or you'd like to sing uh, for worship next Sunday, let me know. And also, you can get in touch with us in our new Facebook page, WWCF Mandawe. My time is up. Thank you so much for watching. The Lord bless you and keep you. Keep safe. Stay at home. Don't go to the beach, okay? Enjoy your benignant. Uh, spend time with your loved ones. Share the love of Jesus and the hope that you now have in Christ. Share it to others. Be a blessing even in this crisis. God bless us all. Thank you. Until next time.